Welcome to our very first podcast. Yes. I'm Paula Newlands. I'm Laura Alshire. And the podcast is called Ambitious. Our podcast is going to be about single ambitious women and the men who love them. So. And the men that don't. Yes. <laughs> but we're really excited. We went to some people to see, you know, is this something that you would listen to? And it seems everyone was excited about it that we did talk to. Mm-hmm. Um but why do you think we needed to start this podcast? <laughs> One for us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we're both single. Um, and? Ambitious. Very. Uh, and it was kind of a point we were talking about our dating life and kind of the guys that we were dating. We noticed that even though we have these standards for ourselves, the type of guys that we were pursuing were not meeting those standards. <laughs> Sorry, I was drinking bubbles. (laughs) (laughs) I was drinking bubbles. It's okay. (laughs) So. uh, Well, well, the men that we were pursuing, but really the men that were pursuing us. I don't like to pursue men. I don't don't think women need to be pursuing men. I think men need to pursue women. But I, I feel we were, were, what do they say? Like, we're intimidating. I've gotten told that so many times. Like, you intimidate men. That was the one thing that I think got us all. Because we were in a, a group of girls, like, out having drinks. And the one thing was we all each got told we're intimidating. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was like, why are, one, okay, I shouldn't be intimidating. I'm being nice. Like, we've had a great time this entire time. So, is it that you're intimidated or you're insecure that I'm successful mm-hmm. and you're not meeting your own success? Mm-hmm. Because I'm, pers- you know, going on dates, accepting dates and have an interest in you because I see so much value in you. Why don't you see that same value in me and not calling it intimidating? Right. That would be like, I don't know, some guy playing guitar and then he's like expecting me to play guitar too. I'm not, I'm impressed. I'm not intimidated. Mm. Yes. Yeah. I totally agree. So anyways, we, that's how we came about and we're like, how do we introduce, we had so many girlfriends that were in a similar situation and it was like I we saw a or at least I did I saw an Instagram of this guy that did Wingman Wednesday and he would introduce one of his single friends and um, would say comment below if you're interested and it got flooded. I was like, why are we not doing this for our ladies? And at the same time, also kind of making it career focused since these are the type of women that we surround ourselves with is you know ambitious, career driven individuals. Um, so that's the first half. And the second half is also going to be introducing the men who love the ambitious women. Mm-hmm. So we're going to have guys that either one are currently dating or married to someone that is ambitious, is career driven. Um, but we're also going to be interviewing the ones that aren't afraid of the ambitious women. Maybe it didn't work out. Yeah. But those are the women that they prefer, the ones that will keep them on their toes, the ones that have ambition, are successful, have drive, independent, you know, not afraid to go out and get it themselves and have the support of the man. Yes, absolutely. And we're really excited about that because we're going to be introducing both parties. Right. Possibly single. Mm -hmm, Right. mm -hmm. And if you're interested in someone, all you have to do is 
drop a comment or reach out to us directly and we can make that introduction happen. Uh, we're really excited. It's almost yeah. like a speed dating, but not really. Mm, yeah. yeah no, in a no, weird yeah. way. Yeah. In a twine way. Yes. But, um, yes. At the same time, we're also going to be talking about our dating <laughs> or lack thereof or whatever it is called the situationships of our life. So we're going to be um, a bit personable, personal, personal and personable, but yeah. personal. Yeah, exactly. So uh, we met through a mutual friend, but your success has like transposed for several years. Thank it transpired you. because of your hard work. Is hard work, yeah. And you know all about being an entrepreneur and how challenging that is most times. I'm not gonna say like sometimes, it's challenging most times. But so I have always been in retail. That's the only industry that I know. Um, I started working at a clothing store when I was 15. So I was basically in retail from 15 to 18. And then I moved to New York right after graduating high school. I was in New York for a few years, dove into fashion, then traveled overseas a bit for fashion, went to school for fashion, graduated from FITM in San Francisco. Um, and then a school project for my entrepreneur class turned into a business with my family. So they opened a women's accessories store in Florida and I was doing all the buying from California. Any excuse to not move home. <laughs> like I, by this point I was a city girl, not a beach girl. I like, did not go back to Florida. Um, but eventually they asked me to come back and help them run the store. And it was a great experience that definitely, you know, got my toes wet. I never thought after that experience that I would own another business because yeah. working with family was very difficult. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it got to the point where like, okay, we're either saving the family or we're saving the business. Like, which one is it? And so we got rid of the business, of course. And um, I... Smart. Yeah, right? <laughs> I Like, family is very important to me. I'm very close to my family. Um... And yeah, I, I was an assistant personal shopper at Bloomingdale's while I was trying to figure myself out after we got rid of the store, but there was just nothing in Florida for me. So I found this company called Trunk Club at the time, which was owned by Nordstrom. And I saw that they had a stylist position um, in Chicago where their headquarters was and here in Dallas. And I'd never been to either. And I don't know why, I just decided on Dallas and I came out here to visit. I had one mutual friend at the time and I reached out to them and I was like, hey, I'm gonna be in town, I'd love to. Um, um, I'm gonna say audition, not audition. Yeah, and how many years ago was that? Oh, seven years. I've been wow. here for seven years. It's so crazy how time flies. Anyways, long story long, um, I worked with him for four years. It was an incredible experience, really set me up for success. It gave me the confidence to eventually go out and start my own business. So they shut their doors um, right before COVID. So that wasn't the reason why. But when they announced that they were shifting their business model and closing all, their, all the clubhouses, I'm like, you know what? In my gut, I'm like, it feels like the right time to go out and do this on my own. I had the clients, I had the experience, um, and I was just ready. And so then COVID happened. And to me, I, that didn't scare me because I was like, this is great, actually. Like, everyone's on house arrest. I'm not going to be missing out on anything. Mm -hmm. So now I have however long this is going to take for me to really dive into my business plan, figure out how I want to, you know, opt my services and prices. And yeah, so I've had my business now for three years and every year it grows, which is really exciting. Yeah. Um, and I like to do everything in like slow and steady pace. I'm the same way when it comes to business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, even relationships. I'm like, you know what? I've had the ones that are just like, you just dive head first and 
yeah, as yeah. quickly as it starts mm-hmm. and ends. Um, you know, so yeah, even with relationships, it's like slow and steady, man. It's you don't know a person. Like yeah. it takes time to mm-hmm. know someone. And so I'm sure we'll be talking about that. Oh, but yes. yeah, so personal stylist in Dallas, I work with C suite execs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My business her consultant. Out, yeah. <laughs> I'm helping her out with that. I love it. Um and yeah, she it. specializes in C suite um yes. individuals. So <clears throat> if you yeah. are one, which we're hoping you are. Mm-hmm. Um, man or woman. Yep, men or woman. Mm-hmm. Um, she is going to style you yeah. for professional to casual events. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And day she, to day or, yeah, special events. I mean, anything. So. And she'll fly out if it's necessary. Yeah, you can definitely yeah. find me out. Please find me out. Where am I going? Let's go. I love to travel. Right? <laughs> um, and she's got a cool list of clientele. So it's... Uh, it's a lot of fun seeing her growth and like what she wants to be in the future with her company. So yeah, thank you. Yeah, it's I it's exciting. It. Yeah, so. and my little styling studio here in Dallas too, which um, that's where I like to have my shopping appointments. Yeah, I do not take client shopping; it's overwhelming. So I have everyone come to me and give a very seamless experience, which I truly feel has allowed me to be successful in my industry. Yeah, is because I've had this space where I can have clients come and just yeah. do like a one-on-one session yeah so that's, that's something you're interested in yeah out to Paula, yeah. So. style by Paula yeah exactly oh did you hear that style by Paula <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a voice I can't sing my oh that was all, not good so. okay your turn tell okay. us all the things so um I currently own a social media management company for businesses it's called my social filter it was an accidental startup Um, And by accidental, I mean my last company. I'm a huge fan of entrepreneurship. Um, My family, tons of friends I know have always been in it. Uh, I came from a background of corporate world and love processes and procedures. And with the startup world, there's not much of that going on initially. So I spent some time in a lot of startups building processes and procedures for all the companies I worked with, my last company was actually featured on Shark Tank. And uh, it was a lot of fun. I actually got to work with a friend and got to see so many crazy things because of the Shark Tank experience. But with that said, I saw this whole social media movement uh, with the company and with myself included. And when the company was in the process of going into the different directions that it went into, I went out to a former client, was telling them about social media and asked them to look in the background of it. And when I did, I noticed all these leads that they were missing and told them, hey, I wrote a whole bunch of questions, ask your marketing team about this. And the next day I get a call, they're like, we fired the marketing team. You're hired. <laughs> and I was like, wait, 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 no, no, no. I, I don't know anything about social media. I, the marketing girls do. I just happen to know what it did for our company. And thank goodness these people trust me because they were like, we believe in you so much. We know your work ethic. Um, we will back it up. So I did my research. I did kind of a, um, oh, what's the word that I'm looking for? Um, a proposal and what I planned to do, even though I had no idea what I was going to do, you know, what is it said whenever make it till you or fake it till you make it. Mm -hmm. So I did that. And luckily that client, um, 
got bought out by a corporate company and now I manage several of those clientels from the corporate company and still have that original client to this day. Um, and I love an a la carte type of feature. So our company really focuses on the a la carte again because we specialize more for the startup companies or the people that just need help. Mm -hmm. um, so we have everything from dealerships to restaurants to um, roofing companies, nail salons. Uh, I don't do influencers. That's my big lesson learned. That's your hard no. <laughs> That's my hard no. Yeah. I just, it's a lot of work and I commend all influencers that manage your own Instagram account or have a team that does because you have to be on top of it. So um, it's amazing. That's a little yeah, bit about my company. Yeah, so if you're exciting. ever interested, shoot me a message. Yeah, for sure. And I love it that you do a la carte because a lot of like consulting companies don't do a la carte. And you're right. It's like, you know, for small businesses, when you're trying to get off the ground, one, you have no idea what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And two, you are starting off, you probably don't have a big budget. So, you know, when I was first starting with the styling, I wanted to look into some consulting from, you know, other stylists that yeah. have been in the industry. And, you know, kudos, they should charge what they charge, but it's like $5,000. I'm like, no, wait, I need the $5,000 to start my business. How right, can I put right. my entire little pile into one person? So I think that's really great. And that's why you continue to grow because um, I think you're a la carte. And to add on that, one mm -hmm. thing that I want to go back to, there was someone very, very important to the start of my company. And because I was, again, learning off the cusp and I reached out to the one person that I thought would be helpful. And I mentioned that I need help. Can you give me a, spare me a few hours and kind of teach me your ways? And they said, yeah, we'll charge you this amount for hours. I was like, oh man, like that's mm -hmm. not, right. I, I can't, I, like you said, yeah. I can't afford that. Yeah. And I had a girl I ran into out and about and found out that she owned a social media company and asked her if she would be willing to teach me. And we spent three hours talking the following day. She gave me all the advice. And then I asked, can we follow up the following week? She said, sure. We spent every single week talking how to build my company, how wow. to expand everything. It was the best thing at no cost. Um, and then the long story short of it, she's now one of my closest friends and confidant. I have been able to pay her back in regards to the network that I have and things that have been beneficial to her and her partner. And it's been wonderful. And That's awesome. you just never know. Like I said, you never know who mm -hmm. you're helping out. So just mm -hmm. be nice to everyone. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I love it. Okay, what's next? Are we getting into the dirty now? <laughs> what's the dirty? Okay, so <laughs> the dirty um, dating. <laughs> well, let's talk about how. Well, we talked about how ambitious came about. Mm -hmm. What about the name? I don't even remember how the name came about. I think it's because we were just brainstorming. Well, right? and then it's like we're intimidating, but we're not a bitch. No, and no, I'm just ambitious. We're the, exactly, and that's I think but people how. perceive can can perceive mm -hmm. ambitious women to be bitchy or to be cold or and you know what sure maybe some of them are but i feel like a lot of them are not we really i mean maybe i can only speak for me or for you and the women that we know in our lives but yeah. i feel like i am surrounded by incredible women mm -hmm. kind Same. kind loyal respectful and then driven independent um ambitious so yeah i think the name came about we were kind of just 
randomly like drinking tequila, <laughs> throwing <laughs> around yeah. words. I honestly don't even remember. I just think ambitious came up and we we're like, wait, ambitious, ambitious, what? Yes, and we took the O out of it. Right. And it was a reasoning for right. taking out the O. So if it's spelled out the way that you see it on mm-hmm. the logo, it's am, singular, mm-hmm. bitch, us, plural. Mm-hmm. So either you be individual yourself or mm-hmm. as a group, you're ambitious. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. But, but yeah, but we wanted to definitely have a positive, positive. meaning to it. And we hope to... Um, you know, just grab the attention of all the ambitious single women out there that keep getting told that they are, what is it? They're, um, what's intimidating? The intimidating. Yeah. Intimidating. Fine. Keeping intimidating. Yeah. Keep doing you. I, I'm not going to, if I'm intimidating, yeah, cool. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I'm know sorry how to be any you. different. Yeah. I don't know how to be any I'm like, different. how do you, so you don't want me to be successful. Yeah. You don't think this is sexy? Yeah. You don't think and that at, my at, confidence is sexy? That's so weird. Correct. And then at, our age, right, like, we're going to have to be successful if we're not finding a guy out there. We have to pay our bills. If we mm-hmm. want the lifestyle that we want, mm-hmm. then we're going to have to work hard to mm-hmm. get what we mm-hmm. um, want out of it. So, yeah, I'm going to be ambitious, and I'm not going to be told that it's intimidating that I happen to know the people that I do just because I have been nice and involved mm-hmm. with many organizations and gotten mm-hmm. Well, network. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. Let me ask you a question. Do you think you can be ambitious like in a nine to five? Can you be ambitious in a corporate world? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. And I think, well, we, we definitely have some friends who are. Yeah. Um, you can be ambitious um, because maybe you want to pursue more than that nine to five within there. Or you want to be a leader within that nine to five um, Do you feel like that's more of like just being driven think so yeah you want more for yourself yeah so I definitely I don't know that I would put am- ambitious in the corporate job oh, really yeah I would disagree completely oh, just yeah that's a good that's a <laughs> yes right <laughs> because I see it I mean I've been when I was in the corporate world I remember looking up to women within yeah my industry at the time and yeah thinking wow how successful they were and whatnot right and I yeah. wanted to be at their level so um and at the same time the stay-at-home mom like mm-hmm. those are ambitious women there's women out there that want to be those um, stay-at-home moms or just mm-hmm. want to raise kids yeah. and um you know also may have a side hustle or be yeah. um leading the path on an organization at you know pta or whatever it might be so I think ambitious comes in different forms. I think for us, for our podcast, we're going to be more focused on the uh, career-driven individuals. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. So that'll be good. Yeah. Which, just a tease, we're really excited about our guest for our next podcast. Mm -hmm. She's Uh, very ambitious. Mm -hmm. Very ambitious and also a mama. Mm -hmm. A mama of two. She's gorgeous and single and we'll tell you who it is and I don't. so you got to keep on watching and it's like I don't yeah. get it with every woman that's like ambitious and single I'm like why why <laughs> are you in it's single like I don't get it like you're a good person if you're not a good person I would get it but like you're a really good oh you know person. what my favorite question is what my favorite question why are you still single oh my gosh yeah, I, let I, me answer that for you. If I could answer that, yeah, why would I? Exactly. I mean, why, why would I be so You know single? what I say? I'm just like, because I'm, I'm picky. 
it's my choice. I'm yeah. saying it's my choice. Because, I mean, sometimes it hasn't been my choice, but most of the time it is my choice. Yeah. It actually is. Yeah. Because it's not for a lack of opportunity. It's that I know what I want and I know what I bring to the table and I'm just not willing to settle, settle mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. I, I agree with you. I almost kind of want to throw it back at them. I don't yeah. know. You tell me. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Well, I don't know. You know me. Tell yeah. me. But what so. if they don't know you? I've met plenty of guys just, you know, like yeah, on dates. True. And I'm just like, well, why are you single? I'm like, fucking question of the year. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I don't know. It's uh, true. Yeah. Let me tell you a story. Well, it's almost <laughs> like you want to, I like to ask a question with a question. Why are you single? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. It's a great question. So we're both here. Mm-hmm. So something's not right. Mm-hmm. Let's mm-hmm. talk about something else. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, so let's get into the dating. I'm really excited to tell the story. Okay. So here we go. We're going to really <laughs> be vulnerable here and talk about our dating life. Let's, let's do a little toast, by the way. By the way, this is alcohol, not soda. <laughs> And um, if anybody would like to sponsor us, yes, I know we, we definitely have some friends in beverage world, so we do we'll in wine. But I, I would like some tequila while we record this. So, um, I, I did have a long term relationship. It was three and a half years. We lived together for two years. It was um, his first serious relationship. Period. I think first relationship altogether, and it was my second or third. I mean, if you count high school, I guess <laughs> my third most serious relationship. Uh, and it was great. It was a lot of learning, and he was a wonderful guy. I actually have nothing negative to say about him. He just wasn't my ultimate guy. We still are acquaintances. I think the world of him, and if he ever was to reach out, um, I would be there for an instant. Instance? Instant? Instant. Instant. By the way, talk, just to be clear, you will get lots of these. They're Espanloras. I My first language was Spanish. I moved to Germany when I was young and got grammar there and then learned English. So I'm all over the place. Yeah, I'm right behind you. Okay, yeah. So you're going to get little random yeah. words here and yeah. there. Anywho, um, so that was my longest term relationship. I've been in some weird ones, one where I had to put a restraining order on the guy. It was very scary. Um, My dad had to be involved. Police had to be involved. It was wild, and he stole my Christmas tree. (laughs) What a jerk. And if you're watching this. What a Grinch. Yeah, I still don't like you. What a jerk. He's tried to reach out, and I'm like, no, thank you. Okay. Yeah, that's my dating history. Boy. God, seriously, where do I begin? <laughs> I've been boy crazy my entire life. <laughs> like, literally since I was six years old. <laughs> um, okay, so my biggest heartbreak until last year <laughs> was um, my the guy I dated in my early 20s. Mm-hmm. So we met in New York, and then he moved to San Francisco, and then I moved to San Francisco. We were young. We dated from 22 to 26, so four years um basically what broke us up was we we bickered a lot like we bickered a lot and to the point where friends would be like do you guys even like each other like it was toxic it wasn't toxic like it I've been in toxic relationships like I wouldn't say that that was toxic it just like wasn't we 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 just I don't know I we we just bickered a lot it wasn't toxic it was just like we just kind of fought and we're always I don't know so but the way that that one ended was 
we were on a break, which you never do, and you learned Rachel that in Ross. your twenties. Yeah, I you learned that from friends. We were on a break. Yeah, it wasn't a break. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> it's so stupid. But anyway, sometimes you just gotta learn the hard way. Yeah. So we were on a break, and he went to Coachella. And we were oh, still talking. Right we were there. still yeah. talking. It was, we lived two blocks away from each other. Like, when he moved to L.A., I moved to L.A. And, like, because we lived together in San Francisco. And I'm like, listen, you want to treat me like a wifey, but you don't want to make me a wifey. I'm not going to play this game. So I moved out, but we were still dating. And then he moved to L.A. for work. And then I finished school. I moved to L.A. And we were about two blocks away from each other. So, like, we didn't want to live together, but, like, close enough because we always spent a lot of time together. So when we took a break. He went to Coachella. He ran it ran into a friend of mine that was living in New York at the time and who hung out with us as a couple like plenty of times and even during Coachella he texted me he's like hey should I say her name no I hate her so much I still dislike her I've forgiven him but like ooh, do not like that girl um that's up to you no, it's fine. Yeah. We just won't say names. Yeah. Um, she'll know who she is if she hears this. Trust exactly. me. That's how I felt about mine. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people will know. Um, but anyway, so yeah, so he was like, Hey, you know, so and so is here. She says, Hi, like we wish you were here. It's like, oh, you know, sorry, I can't be there. So they get back from Coachella and then they become friends on Facebook. She starts t- tagging him and all this stuff, commenting on his Facebook and in my gut, like, you know, your woman's intuition. And I'm like, something's fishy. Like, I don't like it. So I reached out to her. I'm like, hey, you know, and I are on a break or like we kind of just broke up. Like, I would really appreciate it if you would not reach out to him. Radio silence, like didn't text me back, nothing. So then I called her, didn't answer, left her a voicemail, same thing. Like, hey, can you please like not reach out to him? Doesn't respond. So I have to get another girlfriend who's our mutual friend involved. I'm like, please, can you find out like what's going on? And I can't remember if I reached out to him or not. Maybe I did, but maybe I didn't because I think I was like so frustrated with the whole situation. So anyway, I think she found out from the girl. She she called me, my girlfriend, and she was like, yeah, they're dating. And I'm like, what? Dude, I have never... I was losing my mind. I was like laughing and then hysterically crying at yeah, uh, at the same heartbreak. Time. Oh my! It was like the walls are closing in on me. It was insane. I had two girlfriends with me that weekend. It was Memorial weekend, actually, like many many moons ago, and um, it was awful. They didn't know what to do because I was just like I was not okay. I was like hyperventilating. I just couldn't believe it. I was just like I would never do that to a friend ever there is there are too many options in this world like I don't need to go after someone you literally just broke up with and um they were just both cowards like neither of them reached out to me listen if they would have been like hey you know what obviously we haven't been working out for a while and he was Russian and she was um what was she some kind of Russian I don't even care some type of Russian some type of Russian um you know, they're just like, hey, listen, we have more in common. Like, we're breaking up. Sort of fine. You know, like, man up, man tell up. Me, yeah. But no, they were just cowards. Communication and- is key. If it's not gonna work, just tell us. Yeah, just yeah. say it. Just, say just it. seriously, just say it. Yeah. Like, don't go. But you know, again, you know, we were young. It's been many years. Yeah. Like, I've gotten over it. We were very young. But get this. So they date for three years, get engaged, and then she broke it off like two months before the wedding. <laughs> Oh, my. Karma's such a bitch. Yeah, dude. Hell- I freaking died laughing. Um, Since then, he <laughs> still reaches out to me to this day. Um, He's apologized a bunch of times. We actually, like, saw each other in L.A. a few years ago and, like, had a long walk on the beach and literally just, like, 
talked about everything. It was so weird to see him. It was so weird. Um, but anyways, that was my that was like my first love, my first heartbreak. I was gonna say, so we're we do really well whenever we end a relationship. We try to be amicable yeah. with our yeah. exes. Yeah. Except ugh, I'll let you. <laughs> I mean, the one what do I even where like how far do I even go with this one? I say, <gasps> okay. And get and met a guy. Met a guy. <laughs> met a guy in Austin. Yeah. So this guy pursued me for a year. From the beginning, okay, the red flags were all there. Like from the beginning. It's just he was so persistent in pursuing me. He would come out to Dallas every weekend, every other weekend. He would fly me to Austin. Like he really put in a huge effort. See, that's just a form of manipulation I've learned. And love bombing. And love bombing. Red flags are not pink flags. <laughs> yeah, they're red. They're red flags. Yeah. yeah. So that just means take your time. I know, but it doesn't mean that it's a no, no, like it's a red flag for a reason, yeah. right? Like caution. Yeah. Well, I guess that's yellow. But the thing too is like, how do, you know, stop, how, do you, how do you know if it's love bombing or how do you know if it's like genuine, you know? But with him, he's a very intense human being. Like he would tell me all the time, there's no gray. It's black or white. It's black or white. There's no gray. I'm like, but I am gray. I am gray. That's why you like me because I am, you know, like I ease your soul. Mm. And everybody would tell me like I met his employees and they would tell me like, girl, whatever you're doing, keep doing it. Like he is so much nicer dating you. Like he is such a better boss. He's such a better friend. So it's like I knew that I was good for his soul. Yeah. And I'm not going to say that he wasn't good for mine because he definitely – um, he loved me the way I wanted to be loved. Like when it was just him and I, he was, he was so good to me. He was really good to me. He was good to others, but there were definitely times where he was cold and rude. Long story short, we dated for 10 months and he had been talking about getting engaged, getting married from like, like three months into it. And which I was like, okay, I don't even know you. You love me. You don't even know me. How can yeah. you say that you love me? Like, you know, nothing about me. But again, he was so persistent, like all the months, like he was very consistent with his actions. And so therefore, what girl doesn't want to be pursued like that, right? right? What girl doesn't want to be loved and like, you know, be put number one and be made a priority. So he was doing all of the right things. And again, when it was just him and I, it was fine. But it was when other people would come into our little bubble, he would... I think, like, he would become insecure. Yeah. Because insecurity would come out. I don't know from what. Well, he had this thing with exes. He, like, you could not talk about your ex. You could not be friends with your ex. You could not. Um, I mean, it's kind of crazy. I told him that I met, um, who was it? Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal in mm-hmm. New York when I was modeling. That Jake Gyllenhaal asked me for my number. He asked me for my number. And... I could not put on a movie with Jake Gyllenhaal because he was like, he, it, it would make him uncomfortable. Okay? This is like, I was like 20 years old. I'm 38, okay? Yeah. He, so it just, whatever his insecurities were. And like, and I'm I, trying to be rude, but when is Jake Gyllenhaal going to reach out again? God, like, I wish he would. <laughs> Jake, what's up? Jake, hit me up. He's like, I'm And I tried to hit, to respect his requests you know what I mean yeah. like I try to but it gets to a point where it's just like I can like if he is on Netflix and there's a movie that I want to watch why can't I watch it <laughs> it's not that serious yeah so anyways we we ended up getting engaged and it lasted for two weeks and I truly think that the reason that he was 
so quickly able to like take the ring and walk out which is what happened I think it's because throughout the relationship he would try to control me in certain situations and as an ambitious independent very confident woman you can't cage me you cannot cage me you cannot put me in a box and put me on a tight leash that's not going to work for me I honor the relationship. I respect the relationship. I'm loyal. I'm faithful. Like, I'm all the things. I'll never give you a reason to not trust me. But the moment you, you start to try to control my my life, like, that's not going to happen. I like to say I want a guy that will sweep me off my feet, mm-hmm. but let me stand on my own two feet. Yes. Yes. Like, for sure. I want to be able to kind of do my own thing. But it's kind of funny because I want a traditional home but a modern lifestyle. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, but yeah. yeah. I hear you, girl. I'm with you. Yeah. So. But just to be clear, like, it ended in a pretty dramatic way. It ended terribly. And I don't even want to get into it, honestly. Yeah. It was just like, it was, I was shocked. Honestly, I was shocked that someone could go through the process of, like, and he was serious about, it, like, in engagement and marriage. Like, it's not something that he anyone should throw around. And I know that it meant a lot to him, and it meant a lot to me. I've, I, like, I've never been married. I've never been engaged. Like, that's something that I hold very dear to my heart. Um, and I know that we both did. And so, but when he left on Christmas Day with my family present, I was so confused because I was like, what the f- just happened? Like, how can a man go through the entire process of, like, finding a ring, getting the ring, designing the ring, proposing? You know, we were, we were, like, I had all my things packed. I was moving to Austin. And just easily, like, we get into an argument. And our fights were never ugly. Like, we never yelled at each other. We never called each other names. I think the reason why he was able to get up and leave so quickly is because I think he realized that even after he put that ring on my finger, he still couldn't control me. It's a very valid reflection. Mm-hmm. And you know what? It's been painful. Yeah. You know, but I've done some, I've done a lot of healing. Yeah. I went to therapy. I did EMDR therapy, which I highly recommend. Okay. We'll have to like we'll dive do into that, that in another podcast. time. Yeah. yeah. I know. Um, but anyways, you know what? That's my situation. And now I'm back to single. Here I am. We're <laughs> back to both being single. Back. I don't want to so, high five that. I don't want to be single. I'm in a happy, positive <laughs> mode about mood about being single. I'm very optimistic. I have, I don't know why, but lately I've been in this like, I go, it comes in waves. Yeah. I think I'm in a very, I'm good. That's good. I'm good. good. I'm like, and I'm I think not. because of that I'm good flow, um, I'm putting myself back out there. I um, Oh, yeah, your turn. Yeah. Your turn, so your turn. <laughs> I, I didn't – I haven't been on many dating apps, and when I have been on dating apps, I'm, like, on it for, like, three months, and that's it because I'm just, like, get bombarded. God, and I like, don't even last that long. What I'm is like it called whenever days. you're, like, overwhelmed and yeah. just, like – defeated oh yeah you feel defeated it's just like why are these guys on here saying they want to date when they don't totally like if you just want to hook up with someone go to a bar and hook up with them like get out of the dating app situation i'm not in that too but um so this year i put myself back out there um at the beginning of the year around march or so i was traveling a lot at the very beginning but some of my girlfriends told me about facebook dating Mm -hmm. which had no idea about Facebook has a dating platform. Did you like and, it? And um, yeah, I'm actually still on it. Oh. I will say it's very easy to it. 
And this is the cool part because everybody says, well, I'm not on Facebook. I'm not on Facebook and I'm not really on Facebook either. Um, I think the last time I posted something was in 2019, but, uh, you know, I get tagged on it and I want to see people and talk and whatnot. But the app part or the dating part of it is separated and you can add whatever you want and it's not connected. You have to request to be connected to their profile to find out, but it identifies that they, excuse me, are a real person. Anywho, it's been good. I've gotten a few dates out of it. Really? Yeah, it's... um, it's fun, and um, and I recently I was just telling you this earlier. I recently got on a dating app about a week ago. I am gonna forewarn everyone: this is not the dating app for everyone. This app is more for conservative individuals. If you lean a certain way, if you get my drift. Uh, so I wanted in. To go on there because I feel myself is a pretty traditional uh, woman and I wanted to find some masculine type of men. Uh, and not saying, you know, the other side doesn't have masculine men, but just what the things I respect and admire in regards to what I value, I lean towards. Anywho, it's called The Right Stuff. It was started by... Um, a Republican individual that's, I think he's a young 32-year-old, very attractive guy. Um, single? Yeah, he's single. He's actually doing a 51st Dates. Uh, Where? Hoping. I want to sign up. He's actually here in Dallas right now. Ah! Yeah, so. How do I sign up? <laughs> get on the app. The right stuff, I'll send it to you. But I just started last week, and I had my first date on Sunday. I have a second date with him tomorrow. Um, I have another date on Friday. I have another date coming up after the holiday So weekend. you got 50 first dates. I guess so. But I've, I really like the app so far, okay. the Facebook dating, meeting people organically yeah. out and yeah. about. I'm not a fan, nor am I on um, Bumble, Hinge, or Tinder. I don't know what other apps there are right now. But I'm putting myself out there. I'm accepting dates with guys that I probably usually would not accept. Right now, I'm getting really nice guys, and I tend to actually pursue nice guys, uh, which is great. I have that. You don't pursue anybody. (sighs) You're right. She hates the pursuing. You do not pursue. Men pursue. In regards to what I want. Yes. I tend to like uh, nice guys. but even nice guys fail me. So, yeah. 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 It's funny. Okay, so I'm going to piggyback off of what you just said. So, I have not been on a dating app in years. Um, I really prefer to meet someone organically, like most of us would. Um, and the last few guys I've dated, I did meet, you know, through other people organically. Um, but I was just out in California. Yes, and- I want to hear the story. Yeah. <laughs> I was just out in California and I was visiting friends. I actually had some work out there, so it was great. And I was sitting with one of my girlfriends and I'm like, you know what? I've been hearing about Facebook like dating. Like, let me look, let me look at the Facebook dating. There were so many attractive guys, not and like not actors, not models, just like normal Facebook dating. Dudes. No, 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 no. Hold on. Wait. Okay. okay. Well, yes, yes. So it on was Facebook dating. On Facebook, yeah. So I'm I think I matched with like five of them, like I, I met one for a drink. The thing was, like, then I was overwhelmed. I was like, oh, my gosh, there's so many, like, potential guys. I, I don't want to have a conversation with all of them. Yeah. Um, so, I actually, I ended up hanging out with one a few times. I, like, talked on the phone with another one. Um, and then I met another one through this, like, organization that I worked with. Okay. But, 
no, I wanted to piggyback back because I was like, oh my, oh my gosh, actually like Facebook dating app is great. I can't wait to try it out in Dallas. <laughs> so I literally, I came home yesterday and I, and I turned it on and I'm like, oh, like, Dallas. Dude, scene. I was swiping left the entire, I, I did not have one right swipe. Oh, wow. Not one. I'm like, do I need, do I need to do it to Plano, like Frisco, <laughs> like Richardson? Like, I'm not going to lie. I did a little Fort Worth. Oh, Fort okay. Worth, guys. Okay. Something about Fort Worth, guys. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. No. So I turned I it. Off. I was like, delete, delete, <laughs> delete. We're deleting it. I'm not even. I might, because I think I had changed my location like two times, and they're like, you can only change it three times every six weeks. So I have to wait six weeks to change the location again. But literally, I got home. I was like, oh my god. I'm like, okay, the guys are not on Facebook. <laughs> they're not. <laughs> they're not. You're gonna get back to Cali. Okay, maybe I got lucky with a few. Of you really there. did, because I'm like, Mm-mm. except, except what? Okay. <laughs> Remember the accept. I'm going to go back and tell you the story because you know the story. Bowling. I, I'm i done. I have nothing oh, else. Oh, I said you. Uh, go ahead. Did it? No, you're not going to edit. <laughs> she has some exciting story to tell me I that kind of didn't turn well, into excitement. Uh, no, I mean, I don't know, dude. It's like I'm so picky. I'm so picky. Okay, so I worked with this organization. Um, I can't even say it because everyone okay. can know what I'm talking okay. about. But I worked with this organization uh, while I was in California, and the guy who owns it, it I met him before because I worked for the organization here in Dallas. He's 34. He's super young. Not young. He's he's young. He's very successful. I mean, he started this organization from nothing, and it's turned into this like amazing, incredible organization. Like I support it fully. I want my clients to support it. Um, he's such a nice guy. He has so much going for him and he's attractive. Like he's attractive. Um, he's got a thing for me. So he was just, just super sweet. I think I intimidate him a little bit. I actually said, I was like, Oh, I've been told I intimidate men. And he was like, yeah, right. I was like, "Mm, but you're acting kind of funny when you're around me. So I, or maybe he's just shy. I make him shy. Like, which is all fair. That's fine. Because it was the first date. Or you knew him before? I had met him before, but like years ago. Okay, I think okay. I think it was like 2017 or 2019. So I hadn't seen him in many years. Um, but yeah, I, I worked and then we went out to dinner, um, like casual dinner, like right after work. Um, and then we hung out again. I stayed an extra day <laughs> and we hung out. Um, Not due to weather. Due, one, is, <laughs> one was due to the weather and two was just... Because he asked nicely. <laughs> because he asked nicely. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. It's not gonna work out. <clears throat> it might. It might. I don't know. The thing is, just like I don't. I wouldn't say that there are like. I'm not even gonna say that it's plural. There's not major red flags. It's just like during our conversation, there was one thing that he shared. Um that I don't know that I can get behind. Okay. You know? Gotcha. And I know that he's... he's like a non-negotiable type of thing? The thing is or like... Or just awkward thing. It's like, it's, no, it's it's nothing sexual or anything like that. No, it's no, just, no. Um, it's negotiable. It's something that can be changed or adapted or growth. Like he can grow from this um, and move on from this. But... Because of his business, he it's gonna take time gotcha. to like move on from this. Yeah. And so you don't know if you have that time. Yeah. Gotcha. 
Yeah, basically. Gotcha. Yeah. And, you know. That's true because I think um, a lot of times guys, again, speaking because Mm -hmm. I don't know, just assuming, I should say, guys feel like girls are always rushing a Mm -hmm. relationship. And it's Mm -hmm. like we're not rushing. We're just like saying, hey, Mm -hmm. I kind of know what I want and what I don't Mm -hmm. like and Mm -hmm. might as well just see if it works or doesn't work because – it's easier to stop it from the very beginning than yeah, it is later on. But my problem is that I see the good in everybody and mm-hmm. I'm willing to give everybody like with my ex, I should have cut it. I yeah. should have cut it literally from like, I should not have let him fly me to Paris. And like, I'm like, no, I see your personality and how intense you are as a human being. I should have cut it, but it's yeah. just like, I'm, I'm just too, I'm too much of a lover. I'm so, like my heart, my soul. I just, I, I want to find love. And so I'm willing to like give people the benefit of the doubt until I get screwed over in the end. Yeah. I know. I get that. I think I'm, I'm trying say, to I think I'm the same way. I have a big heart. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually mm-hmm. learned through therapy that um, I thought I was gullible, but apparently I'm not. I'm a plateau hmm. and I trust everyone. Mm-hmm. But if you provide enough like to back that trust then I really immensely I'm a super loyal person Mm -hmm. like extremely loyal Mm -hmm. but if you break that I am done and Mm -hmm. I don't I don't try to challenge you or revenge or anything Mm -hmm. I just I'm done Mm -hmm. I move on I don't Mm -hmm. look back same so my ex was so vindictive yeah he was so hateful for literally nothing probably because he felt rejected because I didn't chase him after he left but not and I won't. Answer. Yeah. And I won't. I will not chase you. Trust mm-hmm. me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway, I, I've had to tell you about this yes. um, story talking about the Facebook dating. Uh, so I get on one of my dates. Attractive guy pre- online, right? But as girls, you have to understand, and I'm sure as guys too, they are never what they seem. And when I met him in person, he was hot. <laughs> he was Cha-ching. so attractive. We had a lot of the same values, really great. Like, I was really excited. And he had invited me to go bowling um, before I had an upcoming trip. And I was like, that sounds great. I love bowling. So we end up meeting up. And right before we go bowling, I straight up told him, forewarned him. I said, just a heads up. I'm pretty good at bowling, but we start playing. There's a family to our right, (laughs) and he's winning. You know, I told him, I go, I have to warm up and whatnot. He's winning. Everything is good. Having a good time. He's flirting. A little touchy feel. He orders food and drinks. Um, Having great conversation. And then the family next to us um, asks, if I could take a picture of them. I'm like, sure, absolutely. So I walk over, I go take the picture. The mom of the table comes over and says, thank you for letting us steal her away from you. And he just looks at her and I was like, what? And she goes, thank you for letting us steal away. And hopefully she wins looking up at the screen. And he just looks at her and just walks off. And I'm like, what? That was so rude. That's something my ex would do. And I was just like, Oh, he's just being silly. Like, I don't know. Right. Right. I don't know this guy, oh but I'm like gosh. excusing his behavior, which yep. was so, well, it was mm-hmm. so disgusting at that Close point. Mm-hmm. So then we start 
Still the first round of bowling. I start picking up my game. Oh, doing really good. Oh, no. And I'm seeing his, like, attitude change. And I'm like, there's no way it's because of my bowling. There's no way, right? So I end up winning that round. Second round comes. Third round? Third round? No, the second second round. round. Okay, okay. So the second round comes. Another family gets sat next to us on third. We're bowling. We're doing pretty good, like, kind of even kill with each other. And the kid on the family side is like, y'all are really good. And we're like, thanks. I'm trying to be nice. He, again, is still very weird. And so I kind of say something. I'm mm-hmm. like, did something happen? It just mm-hmm. seems very different, very awkward. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, oh, no, nothing's different. And he's like, nothing at all. And I was like, what, what is it was so weird because you can't see anything wrong. And I was like, okay, now I'm thinking it's a joke. Like right. maybe he put my name up on the screen as different. Right. So now I'm like looking everywhere right. thinking right. he did something silly, <laughs> whatever. And then um, goes on and then the kid goes, I'm going to watch how you bowl. To me, oh. I'm going to watch how you bowl because you have a good stance. Oh. I was like, oh, okay. thanks. So I go and I bowl a strike. I turn around to be like, woohoo, yay, excited. And he's just like, looks at me like, go to hell. And I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> and so I uh, come back, sit down, and I go, okay, seriously, what is going on? Like, it's something changed. You're, you don't seem very happy. Did I do something um, to make you upset? And he's like, oh, is it the only time you're ever happy is when you're trash talking? And I'm like, what? I'm so, did I offend you? I, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean mm-hmm. to. And I'm like, yeah. and by the way, I'm looking back and reflecting. Yeah, I'm like, right. when what you, did I? It right. was just pure like trash. Like when you're in a game, you. Right, right. I could be playing Uno and I'm going to trash yeah, talk. Like it's, it was nothing crazy. Yeah, yeah. And he just goes and, and upset. So I, now I'm internally pissed. So yeah. I go up there. It's the last frames of the round. And I score back to I score a turkey three strikes in a row, <laughs> and I didn't turn around because this guy's gonna be so pissed. <laughs> so we, I come back to the table, and uh, he, and he stands up to, and I'm wondering if he's gonna go for a third round, and he's like, "Well, I got to beat you one round, don't I?" I was like, "Oh." Oh, <laughs> my competitive side's coming out. I'm like, bring it. In my head, bring it. Now I'm over you. Oh so beat him. We're on the ninth frame. It stops. I'm already winning, but it stops. And he doesn't say anything. I was like, oh, can we not finish the game? And he's like, what, you can't? You need a win? And I was like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. So Ooh. then the guy comes over to close us out. I thank him. Thank you for the game and the drinks and food. He doesn't say anything in return. I'm like, okay. He just grabs our shoes and starts walking off to return them. And I start putting everything up, the the balls and whatnot. And we meet back up. And I tell him, I go, we're supposed to go play arcade games. The plan was bowling and arcade games. And I look at him, I go, again, I am sorry if I offended you in any way. And he goes, oh, you didn't. I had such a great time, such a great time, so fun. And I just looked at him and I was like, 
Okay, I. You know what? I'm just gonna go. Yeah. It was fun while it lasted, and I walked out. Yeah. What? I was like, what? Oh my god. That's a y'all. This guy. Oh my gosh. Intimidated. Intimidated. Yeah. Because I was beating him. Oh I mean, gosh. like, what if I would if I failed? So I should be intimidated that you're yeah. beating me at right. bowling or right. something like that. Right. Like, oh this was a fun God. thing, and I forewarned you that I'm kind of decent at this. But it's like that's so weird. this guy couldn't just be a man and be right, like, right, right. Be like, oh, well, it sucks. Yeah. I lost. Yeah, you win. Imagine how what's his face is with uh, Serena Williams. Like, mm-hmm. oh, she's a badass mm-hmm. tennis. Yeah, but imagine playing tennis with her. Yeah, but you that's, know, that's the ambitious women and the, and the men, men who, who love them. them. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And the men who don't. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But it's, wow. I just, that was, oh, it still irks me. But, Ugh. well, to each their own. To each. I can't be any different than yeah. who I am. I mean, yeah. this is who we are. Yeah. And I'm, I'm proud. Like, I'm not going to lie. There's definitely some weak moments where I'm like, oh. I'm so tired of being like, should I be that damsel in distress? Which I'm sure everyone knows a few girls that are like that. It's just not my prerogative. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. good for you. But Mm -hmm. I want to be able to um, have the things I have on my own. And if two people come together where we can benefit each other, it just becomes even more powerful. Where they call it a power couple, right? Right, exactly. So, but yeah, that's... That's my two cents on that. That's us. That's us. That's ambitious. Yes. But right now I do, I am going on a few dates with different guys. I have a second date tomorrow. Um, I am, I am being fully transparent, letting guys know that I'm on a podcast, uh, but I don't plan on letting their names be said until there is something to be said about them. But um, this should be fun. It, I, this is going to be, we're going to host other individuals, um, successful men, and uh, excuse me, to start successful women and men and uh, get to know a little bit about their careers, get to know a little about their dating history, maybe talk about a certain subject that applies. We're really excited because the people that we have lined up, we think you're really going to enjoy. Um, do you want to kind of tell them about our next podcast and our guests? Um, yeah, she is an interior decorator, interior designer. I don't know the difference between the two. She'll explain it, but Mm -hmm. she's an interior designer. Um, she's beautiful, drop dead gorgeous. I mean, such a sweet, kind soul. She actually grew up Mormon in Utah. Okay. So she married young. She was married for 15 years. She has two kiddos. She's recently single, recently in the last few years. So this is the first time she's been single since her like teens and she I'll let her tell her age if she wants to but um she's young she's young she's beautiful she's all the things that this podcast you know is embodies and yeah her career yeah she's on oh yeah Yeah. she's on HGTV Mm -hmm. I mean these are all things that I'm for sure she's gonna dive into but yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited yeah. to have her on the show. And then, you know, most of the women are going to be the same. Yeah. Just business owners, successful I'm very women. interested to know her story because <laughs> she's single for the first time. Right, right. Like, yeah. Yeah. After, so instead of, she was she's married never dated. She was so she's, yeah. 
So she is dating for the first time. I could not imagine yeah. dating in this era. Oof. Yeah, in your mid-30s. Yeah. It's not fun. I don't know. It's scary. But we have that, and we have some really successful guys that yeah. um, are going to be lined up as well that we're excited to mm-hmm. talk about on the next podcast. But, yeah. okay, so a few things. One, if you have any advice, this is our first one. Um, you know, we're going to be sharing a little bit more about ourselves as we go along in the process, but any ideas or suggestions on people we can bring on that um, might have a great perspective. We definitely want to know if you are interested in any of the single individuals, not married or taken, (laughs) but if you're interested in any of the single individuals, just comment below or message us directly. Uh, Make sure to, what is it? Like, follow, subscribe. subscribe. Uh, And what's our email? Info at we'll send, we'll put it on the yeah. comments uh-huh. below. Uh-huh. But we'll oh, in our Instagram account, ambitious Am- without the o. Yeah, ambitious podcast. without the o underscore podcast. There we go. So okay, uh, we can't wait. We hope that you like this and continue following us, and hope to see more. So uh, <laughs> and again, that's it. To single ambitious women and the men who love them, and the men who don't. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>